If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. To episode 156 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. Happy Tuesday, everyone. We have so much to get to today, guys. Uh, we're going to recap some Monday Night Football. We're going to look ahead. I'm already seeing these Week 2 lines come out. I just submitted my, uh, my capsules, my NFL caps for Point Spread Weekly. I've been pouring over all these Week 2 lines. we got some really good games coming up on tap, so I want to get your week uh, you know, look back to last week in the NFL, but also get ready and look forward to this next upcoming week. There's one game in particular that has an absolutely massive line move. I'm talking about the Rams and the Philadelphia Eagles and uh, the way this line has moved. It's setting up for uh, one of the grossest but slash uh, most beautiful contrarian bio opportunities on the Philadelphia Eagles. So uh, we'll get to that. Uh, we'll then uh, obviously talk about some huge NBA games tonight. We have the Celtics, my Celts. Uh, my Bruins are out. My Red Sox are terrible. My Patriots look pretty decent, uh, but I got the Celts still in the playoffs, thank God. But we have Boston, Miami, game one. Uh, really sharp play on this total. We'll talk about where the spread is at. We also have a huge game seven. What do you guys think? Can the, can the Nuggets possibly fall down 3-1 and come back twice in the same playoffs? We're looking at a possible epic collapse for the Clippers. Uh, but if they win tonight, it won't matter. Uh, whereas the Nuggets are playing with a lot of house money, down 3-1. to one. They forced Game 7, just like they did against the Jazz. And here we go, Game 7 in the NBA. And once you know, we have a great trend on the total in Game 7. So we'll hit on that. Uh, and we also have some NHL. So we got some NHL. We got Tampa Bay uh, looking to close it out. 
I'm seeing a decent move on the money line and also a sharp play on the total. So we have a ton to get to today, guys, and I'm really excited about it. Uh, so first off, I'll tell you one team that's dead to me. Uh, <laughs> the Giants, the G-Men. I uh, really liked that play there yesterday, um, you know, talking about uh, last night. We did see favorites go 2-0 straight up. Uh, did get a huge cover with, with the Denver Broncos late. Thank you to Steven Goskowski, uh, who uh, missed a couple kicks in the Super Bowl. For my Pats, uh, and I, I don't blame um, I don't blame Mike Vrabel grabbing him because kick, good kickers are hard to find. You got to take a shot. But uh, thank you to Goskowski. He he. I think he left ten points on the board. He missed three field goals, missed an extra point, and we were able to cover with a massive late night Broncos plus three play. Uh, the Giants annoyed me though. To be honest, they got off to a good lead. Uh, I remember in that game, you know, that was a, a huge huge public play. Sharps early did hit Pittsburgh, so Pittsburgh opened minus three and a half, minus three and a half, minus four. They took in some early smart money, but they got all the way up to minus six. When they got to six, that became a value play for me on the Giants plus six. So they battled early. Giants are off to a good lead. They're they're going down the field, and they actually had an opportunity um, to, I think, at that time, extend the lead uh, or or take the lead, whatever it was. It's all it's all a blur now because the Giants are, are god awful. Uh, but just an awful turnover by Daniel Jones. He's he's rolling out to his left, and he just throws this duck into the end zone. Uh, where they could have at least gotten three points uh, or maybe even a touchdown. And to me, that that changed uh, most of the game there because that interception by uh, one of the big guys, uh, one of the defensive linemen caught it, and uh, and that was off to the race with Pittsburgh. Giants made it interesting late, but a uh, 10-point win by Pittsburgh. And uh, if you bet Pittsburgh early, middle, or late, you're able to cash with that one. Uh, my plus six did not come through, but to me, that's a value play that uh, I don't re really regret making at all. I regret that the Giants are god-awful. Uh, that being said, was able to get the under in this one. So remember, guys, these sharp unders have a ton of value, especially in these heavily bet primetime games. Remember with this Pittsburgh Giants game, we talked about all the under open around 47.5. I think on the pod, it was like 45. It got all the way down to 44, even 43.5. So nice hit there. Remember, anytime you have heavy betting over, get that line falls sharp reverse line under uh that's a good opportunity to to sweat a low scoring game so the under cast at least even though giants plus six didn't uh but shout out to my denver broncos man uh great great effort by denver i mean again got lucky there with goskowski missing all these kicks but to me this is a blueprint example of uh of the way to read a line and actually the way to middle a line i gotta give a shout out to my guy will hill uh who's on uh, twitter at not the will hill t-h-e-e Will Hill, and I love Will Hill. He's he's just a wise guy. He's one of my buddies, and uh, and he middled this game, and he had basically early, um, or at one point I think he he money lined Denver, or he he money lined Tennessee when they were a pick'em I think, and then he came back in at Denver plus three. So he won his Tennessee money line and he covered his Denver plus three. So this is really important looking at line movement. You know, this is a game we talked about for a while here, uh, where you had Denver opening as a three point favorite. Uh, early sharps did hit Tennessee. When it was, you know, a week away from the game, uh, quietly, Sharps got down Tennessee, like plus three, plus two and a half, plus one and a half, plus one, got down to a pick em. Then Von Miller got hurt, and this line shot up to Tennessee minus three. Uh, at that point, that became a, a really great buyback opportunity on Denver plus three. You have the altitude advantage, and you also have just uh, a team only getting, you know, a third of bets, Monday Night Football, super contrarian with a massive line move, which is actually what I'm, I think is, is happening here similarly with this Philadelphia. I'm fascinated by this Eagles-Rams game, guys. Uh, this is like, I, I just got this crazy feeling the Eagles are going to be so disgusting and I'm going to love them even more. But Denver plus three, able to cash. Thank you to Goskowski missing a bunch of kicks. 
uh, but they lost 16-14, but were able to cover the three. And that's all about what number you got. I mean, if you got uh, some Tennessee backers still cashed, uh, if you had taken them on the money line, which I wouldn't have money lined a minus three late to me, you're late to the party and getting a bad number. But if you got Tennessee early plus the points, even a minus one or minus one and a half, you covered a two, you pushed. Uh, but never, ever lay at that point after a massive line move in a public play in a heavily bet game. Tennessee minus two and a half, minus three. I know that's a, a, you know, a thing that we'll never do here on the pod, just in terms of value. It's all gone at that point. Uh, but Denver plus three, epic hit late night. And I'm burying the lead, another under, guys. Uh, great sharp under, 42 down to 41 and a half. Public was all over that total. Always remember, too, when you see lines, you know, totals that are 42, 41 and fall, got to remember the public sees that and says, you're telling me both teams can't get you 20 points? Like, what are we doing here? What is this, a Pop Warner game? Uh, it's kind of like in baseball when you see a, a total of, you know, seven and a half or seven, and you say, how can they not score eight runs? These are these are pro players. But remember, a line is low for a reason, and the odds makers know that when they hang a low line, uh, public will automatically want to go over. So if it's low and it falls even further, to me, that's a good indication of um, of some liability there on the under. So uh, lost Giants, won Denver. Thank you, Denver. Uh, and hit both unders, which is nice. So not a bad night in uh, in the NFL. Again, we'll we'll look forward and turn the page to week two. I call it overreaction week. Uh, this is kind of a thing you'll hear in, on hashtag gambling Twitter and in the industry. You know, now that, now that we have one game and everyone's so excited about football, you quenched your thirst and got one week in the books. Uh, now it's going to be every team that played well week one, public is going to fall in love with. Every team that uh, sucked in week one, public is going to want to rush to the window to bet against. And that creates a lot of buy low, sell high opportunities. So I uh, get ready for overreaction week. Uh, I am excited to get back in the swing of baseball. I uh, had my first like down night in baseball in a long time, which was annoying to me. Uh, I was able to cash Milwaukee in that first game, really sharp move there, uh, around even to around minus 115 or so. Uh, but Philly and Atlanta and Minnesota is the one that hurt. Minnesota, to me, Super sharp public was on uh, the White Sox. Minnesota opened minus one thirty, got all the way to minus one forty, even beat the closing line on that one. Um, but kind of a kind of a rough night in baseball where um, you know didn't expect that. Sometimes you have those weird Mondays where you have fewer games and just random things happen, and that was just a night for me in baseball. So uh, baseball has been fantastic this year. I'm excited to get back into the grind and break down a big slate for you guys today. Uh, so reminder uh, on a Tuesday, on a T U E S day. Um, we have a ton going on. So remember at VEASAN, we have a great uh, subscription drive going on here. And we want everyone to sign up for one year of VEASAN. One year for 240 bucks. I know it sounds like a lot, uh, but you're going to gonna get a lot out of it. So for 240 bucks, you got to pay the 240 up front. I know it's a chunk of change there, but it comes to only 20 a month. And you're going to get so much for that 20 bucks a month. It will pay itself back in spades here. You're going to get our pro football betting guide, our college football betting guide. You're going to get our weekly, Points Spread Weekly magazine, which has best bets, uh, analysis, uh, everything. you got your UFC plays from Gamble and Lou, continues to crush. If you're into golf, I really don't talk a lot of golf. Um, I know pros like uh, a lot of betting matchups and not outrights and I'm looking at guys to finish, you know, top 10, top 20. But uh, I defer to Wes Reynolds. Wes is fantastic at VEASAN, great with his, uh, with his golf breakdowns. He's hit a bunch of winners. Um, and that's all included. And you, even if you do horse racing, my guy Ron Flatter has his as well. So uh, that's all included points for weekly. You'll get that with the, the 240 for a year subscription. You also get the best bet emails throughout the afternoon. My guy Bill Adi uh, sends multiple emails giving you the picks from all the hosts and the guests. 
Uh, so it's all also worth it, and you'll get the video live stream and all the replays. So if you're interested, uh, sign up, tell a friend, buy one for a, a buddy of yours. You can go to vsun.com slash subscribe. And remember, Twitter is where the betting convo never ends. You can always reach out to me. I'm here to help. Uh, send me a direct message. I always try to reply to all of them. But you can follow me at Josh underscore insights. And you can always follow the mothership at vsun live. Uh, that's where we tweet out great, um, you know, links and uh, breakdowns and our Twitter's really been getting better and better. Um, ben Fox has been a great addition to the team and we, we've got new shows and uh, new people working at VEASAN, new wise guys and gals. Um, so uh, Twitter gets better and better. But I, I really love when there's two minute videos breaking out a game, whether it's Gil Alexander or Mitch and Pauly or uh, a great sharp guest coming on. Uh, it's really beneficial. So make sure you follow at VEASAN Live. And always remember, uh, if you want to reach out to me directly, uh, if it's more than just a uh, short Twitter message, you can always shoot me an email. My email inbox is always open. I'm here to help. I've been helping a bunch of people uh, get out of their five dimes account, which are shutting down U.S. betters and uh, transfer over to a better book. Um, Sit me up if you need anything. Uh, and always, you know, questions about betting strategy, philosophy, um, line moves, any of that. Um, always hit me up, bankroll management. You can email me, josh at vsin.com. So with that being said, guys, uh, I want to start off with some Major League Baseball because I'm feisty uh, and I want to have a good Major League Baseball day. I tell you what, baseball is the kind of grinding daily uh, situation where every day you're in the arena and you're looking for sharp plays and we've been uh, consistently stacking very well this year. But anytime I have a down day in baseball, uh, it's like a it's like getting uh, dumped on a first date or uh, you know something going great and then you, then you have a, a tough situation happen. And I'm always excited the next day to get back into it. Uh, and get back to our winning ways. So that's how I feel about today in Major League Baseball. Uh, so to start off the pod, I got a couple of dogs. Anyone want to bet on some dogs? Um, I know we, we have a lot of success with, uh, you know, kind of 50-50 uh, favorites with a line move or reverse line move or fade the trendy dog situations. Road favorites have been great. Um, but if you're interested in a couple dogs here, a couple that caught my eye. First one is my Red Sox. Yes, my Red Sox are god-awful. Yes, they're starting a guy I've never heard of, but what else is new? But I think you're in a, a good situation here uh, if you want to take a shot here on the Red Sox. They look pretty sharp to me. Red Sox are at Miami. Um, this line opened with Miami listed as a pretty hefty minus 170 favorite. Um, some books minus 165. Two-thirds of bets are on Miami. Public is definitely off the Red Sox train. It's Alcantara against uh, Tanner Hook, who I think might be making his debut. Uh, but this line, again, open Miami around minus 170. It's down to minus 155, even minus 150. Even though two-thirds of bets are on Miami, that line is falling toward the Red Sox. So Red Sox have been getting hit with some smart money around plus 160 down to plus 140. And they would be a road dog with a high total, which has some value. So pretty sharp line move there to Boston. Uh, maybe they can steal a game here uh, at Miami. Uh, another sharp dog, the Toronto Blue Jays at the New York Yankees. Um, I did see the Yankees. They may be getting back some of their injured guys. Judge, Stanton, I think they're getting close here. I don't know if they're going to play today. Uh, but this is a pretty sharp play if you want to back Toronto. This game open, uh, Garcia against Walker. And uh, Yankees open around minus 160, even minus 165 at some shops. Lions now down to minus 155 or even minus 150. So even though tickets are about even, you're seeing this line move toward Toronto which tells us that smart money came in on the Jays getting plus money. So lines moving toward uh, Toronto. And this is also a divisional road dog high total. Total open nine. 
uh, still at nine. Some books are even juiced up to the over there in that game. But Toronto matches uh, quite a few systems here, especially this um, also a, uh, a road dog off a win. That's another um, kind of buying low situation here where you have uh, Toronto's won a couple in a row. Yankees have turned their season around a little bit. They're back uh, kind of comfortably over 500 when they are. I think they got down to 21 and 20 and they've lost and they've won five in a row. But to me, it's a good spot here uh, to buy low on, uh, on Toronto as a road division dog. Uh, hold your nose. Ugh, here we go again. Here I go backing Rick Porcello. Um, I'm crazy, aren't I? Really sharp play to the Mets, though, guys. Porcello and Arietta. Uh, this is two-thirds of bets on Philadelphia. Everyone's taking Philly. But this line move is so sharp, I got to back Rick Porcello. Rick Porcello, can you throw a decent game? Can you get out of the first inning without giving four, four give up four runs? Can you go five innings or six innings and give up three or less runs? I mean, Jesus, come on, Porcello. Uh, sorry, I'm just fired up. I feel like I bet Porcello a lot and he never comes through. But he's going to come through today. Two-thirds of bets on Philly, public's all over Philly, but yet the Mets opened as a minus 110 favorite, slight favorite, and now the line is all the way up to Mets minus 128, minus 125, minus 130. Everyone's betting Philly, but the line's going to the Mets. This line stinks. Uh, yes, I am uh, not happy about backing Rick Porcello, but that's what I'm doing today. Uh, really sharp line move to the Mets, uh, so give me the Mets, and let's have a good game. Porcello, dear God, can you throw a decent game, please? Uh, Casey and Detroit, really sharp play here toward the Detroit Tigers. Do it for my guy Patrick Maher, uh, who is the pride uh, of Detroit. But this game opened uh, around Royals' short favorite, around minus 112, minus 115, and the sign is now flipped toward Detroit. Detroit is now around even money to minus 107. So this would be a big public play to KC, yet lines moving to Detroit. This is Duffy against Boyd, uh, and this would be a pretty sharp play here. Uh, in favor of Detroit with the line moving uh, in their direction, even though the public is all over uh, Danny Duffy. And again, Boyd, same way I prayed to Rick Porcello. Boyd, can you throw a good game? 1-6, 7.63 ERA. That's probably why the public is all over it. Casey has won a bunch of games in a row. Tigers have lost a bunch of games in a row. This line just stinks and looks like such an easy play to Casey, which makes me like Detroit uh, even more in this one. Uh Keep on cruising, Minnesota and the White Sox. Uh, pretty sharp play here to back the Chai Sox. Again, um, anyone who swept Minnesota with me last night, that was sharp as attack. Only a third of bets, but Minnesota went 115, minus 115 to minus 140, uh, and the White Sox won that game 3-1, to one, unfortunately. But uh, if you want to sweat the White Sox, they look pretty good tonight. They're getting less than half the tickets, but the White Sox opened uh, around a pick em. Uh, or some books were closer to around minus 112. Now it's up to White Sox minus 125. So really, really sharp move there toward the Chai Sox. You have Dunning um, against um, Randy Dobnak, and that line is uh, creeping up toward the White Sox. So give me the White Sox there. They're a pretty good move. Keep on cruising. If you want to sweat the Cubbies, uh, it's about a 50-50 game, Cleveland and Chicago. But Darvish opened... Around a minus 140 favorite. Even though the tickets are even, Smart Money's pushed Darvish up to around minus 150, closer to minus 160 at some shops. This would also be a, uh, a favorite with a low total. Although it does look like you have some over money coming in. Uh, open at 7.5 or 8, and it's juiced up over 8. Uh, wind is blowing out at Wrigley Field. Always look at the wind when you're betting a, a total at Wrigley. But to me, it looks like a buy low sharp play on the Cubs at home with Darvish. Line move in his favor. Uh, keep cruising. San Fran and Seattle, really sharp play to Seattle tonight if you want to sweat the Mariners. Uh, this is Anderson against Newsom. 
And this line opened with San Francisco listed around a minus 135, minus 140 favorite even. And this line is now down to minus 130. So public is grabbing San Fran, yet line is moving to Seattle at home. Seattle plus money dog at home. Dog high total. Total is nine. Uh, I've seen a lot of smart money hit Seattle getting plus money in this one. Uh, these teams are pretty even. 23 and 24 San Fran. 22-26 Seattle. Um, let's have a big game here uh, by San, by uh, Seattle. A young team. Uh, let's get some runs. Let's get a win here. Sharp move to the Mariners tonight. And then last game, uh, anyone want to sweat the Angels? I feel like the Angels cash for me if I bet them as a dog and I never cash as a favorite. I don't know if anyone else has that feeling, but um, this is a really sharp play to the Halos here. It's Tehran against Bumgarner. Tickets are even, but yet we've seen a big line move to the Angels. Late game, Angels open at around minus 125. They're all up to minus 140. Seen a lot of sharp money hit the Halos here early, uh, pushing that line further in their favor. Uh, Tehran, 8.23 ERA. Bumgarner, 7.52. Uh, the D-backs relievers have been taxed. They've thrown 14 innings the last three games where Angels are around 10. So that might come into play here. Angels just took two or three from Colorado. Uh, Diamondbacks just dropped two of three against Seattle. So uh, maybe a good good spot here to back the Halos at home with a pretty sharp line move in their favor. Uh, that's about it, guys. Uh, running through the MLB board here. Identified a bunch of games with some smart money. Uh, a couple dogs, Red Sox, Toronto. If you can get one of those, get a half unit would be nice. Uh, dear God, Mets. Uh, hold my nose with that one. Detroit, White Sox, Sharp, Chicago, Sharp. Cubbies, Seattle, and the Halos. Uh, but that'll conclude the first part of the pod, running through the MLB board. Uh, when we come back, we will finish up strong. We'll talk some NBA, talk a little NHL, and stay tuned for a preview of NFL Week 2 because I'm seeing a ton of line movement that is really, really notable. And I think if we want to, we really want to have a good NFL year, we got to be dialed into these lines uh, from the start. Uh, it's not enough to wake up on a Sunday uh, at 11 a.m. And, and, uh, and make your coffee and pancakes and put in bets. you got to be tracking these lines all week long, looking for how they open, how sharps hit them, how books adjusted, what numbers they got to. To me, it's all about where does the line get to and then reach an endpoint and stop and then have buyback. That's really, really key. So we'll be breaking down all these week two games, including this insane Eagles line move, uh, which we'll get to right after the break. So stick with us, and we'll be right back to finish up Tuesday's VEASAN Market Insights podcast with your boy, Josh Applebaum. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media. 
as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, thank you for staying with us. So let's uh, let's talk some NBA tonight. We have two huge NBA games. We have Heat Celtics. Uh, this is your opening game of the Eastern Conference Finals. My Celts back in the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, and the the winner will play uh, will play either the Lakers, the Clippers, or the Nuggets, and we'll find out if it'll be uh, Clippers or Nuggets tonight. Late game, Game Seven, uh, with a trip to face the Lakers. So big NBA night, guys. Going to be exciting here. Uh, so do your homework. We'll talk NFL. We'll sweat some MLB, uh, but it's all about NBA tonight, if you ask me. So this series price, Celtics are a slight favorite at BetMGM. They're minus 139 to win the series. It's a 58% implied probability. Heat are plus 115 here. Celtics won uh, two of three matchups in the regular season. They won 112-93, 109-101, and the one win for the Heat, that was a 112-106 game. So a lot of these games are a little bit lower scoring, which I think is going to benefit the under throughout the series, the Heat have one of the slowest paces, and the Celtics have a great defense, and we saw that with the with the under going six and one in that Raptors Celtics series. So I'm thinking a little bit more of the same here. Um, so with the total, this is a very sharp under. Uh, the total opened two eleven and a half. It's down to uh, two oh eight and a half at this point. It's worrying me because it keeps falling. But um, you know the funny thing yesterday, guys, is I screwed up. I thought these games were last night. 
Um, if I don't know if you guys noticed that. I was just so excited Monday Night Football. I looked on my odds page and saw these two games, and um, I was like, no, they're actually tomorrow, which is today, but uh, whatever, funny story. Tells you how dialed in I am. Uh, but this was a sharp under, and I'm glad we talked about, about it yesterday because hopefully you guys grabbed the under. Um, at, I got it at 210.5. It's now down to 208.5. So this is a pretty sharp under. Again, the line is dropping with pace and with defense. Um, I think you're in a good spot with a low-scoring game in this one. Playoff unders have crushed it as well. Uh, like I think they're like 16-3, and 16-4. Some ridiculous number, like 70% uh, in round two. Uh, so the under is, you know, undisputably uh, a really sharp play tonight. Um, the total, uh, the spread is a little bit tougher for me. So I'm having a hard time finding the right side here. You know, the way it stands now, tickets are about even with a slight edge here to Boston. So it's like, you know, between, you know, five, between five and six bets with the spread are going Celtics. This open at Celtics minus one and a half, and it really hasn't moved at all. It does look like sometimes if it got to two, you had a little buyback on the Heat plus two. So to me, this is the sort of game where I wait this one out. Um, you know, I think if you like the Celtics, this is kind of a high line to go money line, but it's only minus 125. I have seen some sharps grab Celts money line tonight. To me, if it gets to two, you, you're probably going to have some value on the Heat plus two. Uh, this is a tough spread. To me, the, the value play is really the under in this one. Um, but I think if, if you see some books start to go to two, uh, and you want to jump on Celts before it moves, that would have value to me, the minus one and a half. Uh, whereas the Heat, if you wait it out, um, either way, I think with the Heat, you wait it out. You try to get it. If you're going to bet the Heat tonight, be, be selective and be disciplined and try to get a plus two. I think it'll probably go there depending on what book you're looking at. Um, but stay glued to that live odds page. If you start to see this line fall down to one, then okay, boom, right before game time, late movement down to one, that would tell you Heat are the play. Uh, but as of now, um, you know, I'm seeing a little more money on the Celtics, but really no movement in that under is where it's at for me. Uh, now this late game, Nuggets and Clippers, let me preface this by saying, guys, Sharps have been all over the Clippers pretty much every single game. Clippers open pretty much every game, like minus eight and go up to minus eight and a half or minus seven and a half, go up to minus eight. And the public's been on the Nuggets every game and Sharps have been on the Clippers every game. And the public's been winning these games. Nuggets have been covering last two games. Nuggets have won. Uh, I think they're eight and a half point dog both games. In both games, you saw the eight go to eight and a half with public on Nuggets, but sharps on Clippers. This is the same sort of thing here, guys. Two thirds of bets on Nuggets. Again, they're down three one. They're playing great. They're playing with house money. They did it against the Jazz last series. Open minus seven Clippers. Clippers only getting a third of bets. Clippers are up to minus seven and a half. So there, there has been sharp money on the Clippers minus seven. The Clippers win by 10 or win by 15 and finally play like they should They should have been playing because um, I have bet them a couple times laying points and they'll you know not cover or lose straight up. Uh, then we can say, man, Sharps had this. Everyone was on Nuggets, but line moved to Clippers slightly. However, if you want to grab the points, I can't blame you on this one. Yes, it's a public play, but based on the style uh, and the way these games have been going in a game seven, it does. I, I have some Sharps that I've talked to are like, I can't believe the Nuggets are still getting plus seven and a half. So take that for what it's worth. I do think this line will fall back down to seven. So if you like the Clippers, I would hold out for a minus seven. Uh, I tell you what, I, I never can go against a sharp play, but I, I do see value on the Nuggets plus seven and a half. And I think this line's probably going to fall to seven. 
So if you like the Nuggets, I would grab the 7.5 here. That's kind of the way I'm leaning. Uh, and, of course, I'll probably regret it if the Clippers roll because this is a contrarian fade the trendy dog for the Clippers. Uh, long way of me saying uh, this is definitely a tough one to cap because I think based on the eye test and watching the series, you got to grab Nuggets plus 7.5, but it really worries me that everyone's on the Nuggets and the Clippers went from 7 to 7.5. So uh, take that for what it's worth. Again, 9 o'clock game, see where that late movement falls. Um, if you start to see it fall 7, 6.5, then okay, boom, that, that that's Nuggets money coming in. Uh, this is a very sharp under, though. Um, you know, this this line opened. Um, it's funny. It opened around the total uh, 207.5, and it got down at some books to, like, 207. I'm starting to see some buyback here on the over. The over's getting a little bit of money. I think it actually just got steamed, like, literally, um, as I'm doing this pod. And it's now up to 208, 208.5. To me, this is an under or nothing because this is a Game 7 uh, historical trend. Game 7s in the past usually lead to really, really tight, low-scoring games. You're at the end of a, of a really grueling seven-game series, tired legs coming up short, defensive emphasis, every possession matters, you're going to chew up the clock. So I go under or nothing here, and I would go under eight, under 208.5. Um, it worries me a little bit. It came back up, but that's probably natural. Um, and again, that the last game seven, the Celtics under cash with the Raptors. I think the Jazz Nuggets game seven under cash as well. Game seven unders to me are like an auto bet, um, just because of the great historical advantage that. So uh, I go under or nothing in that one, uh, but definitely keep an eye late, uh, see where late movement breaks. Uh, let's flip it over to some NHL. This is a uh, a spot here for Tampa Bay. They saw uh, they saw the Stars finish it off last night. Congrats to anyone who took the Stars. Um, I, I really thought Vegas would put up more of a fight, and they're up 2 nothing in that game. Anyone live line Dallas when they're down 2 nothing? Uh, we did talk about Dallas getting that, that big plus money the whole time, um, which was interesting. And uh, you didn't want to fall in the trap of saying Vegas has to win, so I'm going to bet them that's kind of the worst one of the worst things you can do. Uh, but to me, um, Tampa Bay's playing with house money. I think they want to finish off this series tonight. Tampa Bay, they did get Braden Point back. Um, this is going to be tough uh, for the Islanders. You know, they've – they put up some good fights here. Uh, they were able to win that huge, uh, bet them when they won that huge 5-3 game when Kalorn and Point were out. Um, but this does look to me uh, like some sharp trading Tampa to end it tonight. This game opened around minus 165. It's up to around minus 170. I'm some, seeing some books go to uh, around minus 180 even. I lean a little bit to the under as well. The under is 5.5. It's under minus 125, so you're getting some liability there. Uh, on the under, uh, I've seen some under smart money come in. So uh, five and a half, maybe a low scoring game here, maybe a two to one, uh, you know, sort of game here with Tampa. Um, but this would be, uh, you know, so far this series, you had um, a couple unders that cashed, obviously a couple overs have cashed. It hasn't been a huge trend like with Dallas and um, uh, Dallas and Vegas where the under did very well, pushed last night. Uh, long story short, though, Tampa Bay, uh, you're laying a big number, but um, they do have some sharp action in their favor to finish it off tonight. Uh, but the under um, is, is looking pretty good as well. Uh, now let's flip over to the NFL. So here we go. I like doing this on a Tuesday. To me, um, you know, I write these caps for points per weekly, and i got to break down all the games. I just finished going through every single game. So here are a few games that have caught my eye. Uh, Thursday night, Cincy and Cleveland. Seen a lot of smart money on this under. Uh, this game opened at 44, even 45. I'm um, seeing even a 46. It's down to 44. Um, this is a divisional under uh, with a reverse line move to the under. And um, I'm looking at some forecasts that call for like 15, 17 mile an hour wins at the dog pound. 
And if you saw since he played uh, week one, this could be a lower scoring grinded out team. So I like that Thursday night under. Uh, it's looking pretty good. Uh, I talked and I've, I've teased this Rams-Philly game. This is incredible. Uh, Philly opened as a three-point favorite at home. Remember, Philly off a bad loss to Washington. Rams off a huge win um, uh, that we were able to cash the plus three. Uh, at home against the Cowboys, winning straight up. Everybody, and I mean everybody, is betting the Rams here. Philly opened minus three, and just you saw a ridiculous amount of action come in on the Rams, hitting the Rams plus three, plus two and a half, plus two, plus one and a half, plus one. Pick them. The line is now Rams minus one. So what does this mean? It means if you bet the Rams early, getting any of those points, just sit on it, kind of like you saw with, uh, with the Titans last night. If you beat that number and bet it early, then just sit on it. You're in a good spot. You're going to beat the closing line. But I'm going to wait this one out, and I'm telling you guys right now, I love the Philadelphia Eagles here. Uh, buy low, sell high. Philly at home. Everyone says Rams' D-line D is great. Philly's offense is terrible. Everyone's hurt. They're going to end up getting, like, one out of five bets, and they're going to open a three-point favorite, and you may be able to get, you know, I'm seeing some books minus one and a half Rams. Sit this one out. Let it, let it go. If you haven't bet this game yet, uh, you want to just sit back, let the public move the Rams as, as high as they can go, and I'm going to come back and get Philly. Mad, mad contrarian spot. Um, ideally, plus one and a half. Can you get anything more than that? We'll see when the when the line stops moving and you see buyback. Uh, but just stay tuned because Philly is going to be uh, one of the grossest great buy-low plays off a line move that you'll ever see. And Philly's kind of in that Denver Broncos spot where they went from a favorite to now a dog, and you're getting a good, good uh, situation there. Um, Carolina, Tampa Bay saw line move to the over 48 up to around 49. Both these teams, uh, have, don't play great defense and both, um, depending on what number you got, at least Carolina went over game one, big, uh, big line move to Tampa too. They opened seven and a half. They're up to nine, nine and a half may have some buyback there on Carolina plus 10. If it keeps moving, the Atlanta Falcons are very sharp. Uh, Dallas opened a six point favorite at home. This line, this line is down to uh, four and a half. So sharps are hitting Atlanta. Ideally plus six, uh, and now they're down to four and a half. Uh, keep an eye on, uh, da, 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 da. let's see, um, a couple more I wanted to hit on. Let me just go through these. Oh, Washington, um, really sharp spot here to grab Washington. They're on the road at Arizona, and Arizona opened minus seven. They're down to six and a half, even though public is on uh, Arizona. So give me the Washington football team, plus seven, ideally in that one. Line move in their favor. I really like the under Kansas City and the Chargers. This is a 425 game on Sunday. It opened at uh, a, a really high total of 50. It's now down to 47 and a half. And I think the key could be the hook there. Try to get the 47 and a half, 27, 20 game, that sort of thing. You want to cash. Um, but that is a uh, divisional under that falls. Also, I think style of play Chargers aren't going to score a lot with Tyrod Taylor, and they're going to play good defense. So that, that under is intriguing to me. New England and Seattle. Uh, this is shaping up to be a big Seattle play Sunday Night Football. I can't wait to watch this. Uh, but the Patriots at four and a half, I think, have a ton of value. Public on Seattle, open minus four Seattle. Books that got up to four and a half, came back down to four. I think this line gets closer to New England as we get uh, closer to game time. The hook with New England plus four and a half, I think, is going to have uh, some good value here. Um, and then, let's see, I thought there were a couple more. Oh, Sharps are grabbing Jacksonville Jaguars, believe it or not. Tennessee opened a 10-point favorite at home. They're down to nine. Uh, Jags will be off that win. Divisional dog, low total in that spot. Let's keep an eye on the Jags. 
Um, Detroit Tigers, or sorry, Detroit Lions. Uh, this is a buy low, sell high. Green Bay opened minus six. Some looks got down to five and a half. It's now back at six. Detroit will be a buy low road division dog um, at plus six for me. So I'll be uh, I'll be eagle eye in that spot. And then I thought there was one more. Let me see. That might be it. Monday Night Football is New Orleans and uh, Vegas. Uh, home opener for Vegas in their new stadium. And this game, um, I would sit back and try to grab uh, the Vegas at plus seven if you get it. Uh, because this opened minus five and a half New Orleans. Even some books opened minus four and a half. Uh, maybe that was an outlier. Five and a half pretty much. Now everyone's pounding New Orleans up to six and a half. And you can get a buyback there at seven. So uh, just keep an eye out for that one. Um, and also the under in Baltimore-Houston. Uh, Houston has a big rest advantage. I hate betting against Baltimore. Seems like the sharp plays bet against them, and they always, Lamar Jackson wins and covers. Uh, but that total open around 53, 54. It's down to 51.5. So you've seen some money uh, hit that one as well. But to me, it's that it's that Rams-Philly line move, guys. Just incredible. So we'll, uh, we'll continue to monitor that throughout the week. Uh, but there you have it, guys. Big jam-packed Tuesday pod. So uh, we got a lot going on. I have a big day today. Um, I had to finish my caps in the morning, do the pod. I'm hosting Lombardi Line uh, today. So hope everyone can join us from noon to 1 Eastern time. Then I'll be hosting uh, with Mike Pritchard, my guy, uh, from 3 to 5 this afternoon. Got to hit the gym in between in between uh, hosting shows because uh, – I've been uh, I've been sitting on my butt watching football, eating eating wings too much. So I gotta I gotta do thirty minutes treadmill, uh, kind of stay in shape, even though I'm in terrible shape. But um, big day, guys! Big big day. Uh, MLB to me uh, is gonna be a big day, and these NBA games I can't wait to sweat with a little hockey sprinkled in late. Uh, but there you have it. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to grind with the team, get around the virtual bar. Uh, where are my guys at in Indiana? You know who I'm talking about. Um, I know you guys are cashing bigly like you always do. Um, but if you enjoy the pod, if it helped, helped uh, you know, helped you cash on Denver last night or a couple of those unders or uh, it's helped you to make smarter bets since you've been listening, do me a favor. You want to make it up to me? Uh, buy me a beer when we finally hang out at the book. But really, if you want to make it up to me, buy my book. My book is called The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. It's available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. And it's got everything that I've learned in the industry over the past decade. Um, it would mean a lot to me if you wanted to buy it. And uh, if you enjoy it, give it five stars and a solid review on Amazon. That would make my day. But thank you all, everyone. Keep grinding. Stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the sharps and never against them. Have multiple outs and beat the closing number and grind long term. Luck will come and go. You'll have great backdoor covers. You'll have awful bad beats. But if you stick to that blueprint, you will turn sports betting from betting into investing and be successful long-term, I promise you. And again, this is an industry where there's no guarantees, no locks, no five-star locks. Uh, the only promise I can make to you is if you bet with your head, not your heart, uh, and follow that blueprint, you will win more than you lose. Uh, and I am confident in that. So uh, I'll see you at the window. And uh, when, you, when we're at the window, you know, I'll be, I'll be hanging out there. I'll be sipping on a, on a beer and uh, getting my bets in. Show me your bet slip. If it's a sharp contrarian play, you beat the closing number, and it's not a parlay, and it's a flat bet, Guess what? First beer's on me. Have a great day, guys. Good luck tonight, and I'll see you tomorrow.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.